It's Kings of the North. Let's go. Back for another crazy, zany, off-the-wall week of hijinks, skullduggery, and tomfoolery. All the above. Rob with with an H here, joined by my regular co-hosts, Professor Pigskin. Man, one win really just kind of turns your mood around, doesn't it? The Beefcake. Boy, you guys, the Bears still suck. (laughs) The Bears. The and joining us, gracing us with his presence, we are so happy to have back Purple Moses. Welcome, Purple Moses. Hanukkah came early this year, boys. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom. Yeah, so uh, good to have all the gang here together. Um, it's good to, for me personally, it's good to have a crew that I can talk to. I've been in kind of... Uh, isolation yeah for a little while i mean even beyond covid isolation just uh trying to keep a low profile mm-hmm. um mm, sure again the rob signs legal proceedings yeah, I'm, uh, i've no it's not a, well i guess it's bordering on that i've decided to cooperate with law enforcement oh and well, let's just say that i'm not a i'm not I'm not a guy that my coworkers mm-hmm. are very happy with. My previous coworkers. Oh, uh, please, please tell me you've had an attorney with you when talking to law enforcement. I have a good one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I represent myself. Oh Ooh. no, no, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, beefcake. You tried that one. Look, it's, you, uh, the man who I, represents himself, has a fool for a client. <laughs> well, okay, I, not, I, I'm not in a great financial position right now. Can so, you get Bjorn to pay for it? Bjorn, I Bjorn has totally gone off the grid. I mean, no one's been. What makes you think Bjorn has money? I don't know. Like he, he bought our podcast. He is funding yeah. all of this. Yeah, like he, he he could probably get you out of something. I just think you should get some money for talking for all the murder talk we're doing. You're the Look. host of his of his hit podcast. You'd think he would, you know, yeah, care about. Look, one thing I've learned in all this is do not trust Bjorn Bjornsson. You think you think mm-hmm. a sticky legal situation is going to get better by getting Bjorn involved? Yeah, that's a good point. You make a good point. You know, I hadn't I hadn't really thought about it that way. Maybe I mean maybe I mean just... getting getting to pull a sausage involved was zany enough on my part. Now you're talking about getting Bjorn involved. It's too many too many risks. He's a he's definitely a wild card. I can't risk it. Maybe you should just so, file for a bad law thingy. Bad. Yeah. Uh, that is a that is a legal term, although I, normally it's it's said in the Latin. Bad legal thing. <laughs> yeah. E pluribus badimus. Or, <laughs> anyway, it's it, it's good to talk to some people, people I can trust, people who, um. People who know that I'm a good person and hey, I'm here for you, Rob. You know, yeah, I know you are. Certainly, which, I, I mean, we, we after just, all this, this whole saga, I'm glad to have you uh, have you on on my side of things because hey, uh, God knows we've learned what you're capable of these last well, these last couple weeks. Well, I don't think I mean, yeah, I am still. There's alive a lot there. of there's a lot of people out there that you know, they're, they're, the power of the people has never truly been shown. I'll just say, 
Um, we the there's, people. A lot, there's a lot of people out there that uh, are capable of a lot of things, and I think you've just seen just the smallest bit of that so far. Who knows what will come in the uh, God damn in the future here? Man, ominous. It's so ominous all the time. Well, I'm just stating fact. There's a lot of people out there that believe certain things, and uh, it tends to be maybe against uh, the grain, we'll just say. Where are you meeting these people, getting these ideas? Christ. That whole par- parlor? No, the Internet's a beautiful thing, man. It's a, it's such a wonderful exchange of ideas and uh, just just a conversation, a dialogue, if you will. Um, these are answers. It's going on constantly. All right. Wow. Purple Moldy, even keeping up, do you think Beefcake's trying to murder me? Yes or no? Just put it out there right away. You know, <laughs> I've never fully trusted the Beefcake. Sure. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, his, his espoused beliefs have given me cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've always been uh, been told not to speak without evidence and not mm. not to give in to conjecture. But there is there evidence. There you go. Chilly. There's there's no evidence. You know, I, I, I uh, if I had to give my gut instinct, I I would uh, if you if you and the beefcake were to share a bunk, I might keep one eye open. That's all I'm going to say yeah. on that. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's just sound advice for anyone, I think. Well, look, I'm a bit, I get very handsy at night, so that's, yes, that's a, a fair <laughs> fair assumption there. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah, well, uh, how was your guys' Thanksgiving? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm, well, yeah, I forgot that was a thing. I'm, no, so, I guess I'm not I'm, sleeping very well, um, honestly. Um, me neither. Yeah, uh, it's just because, you know, I'm afraid... Afraid to go to bed um, because of the beefcake murdering me. Uh, no. Uh, besides that, though, it was a, a gravy-filled extravaganza. Ugh. And um, no, you know, I got to watch some football um, and eat some gravy. So, like, what more could you want? No, you see, my eat gravy. Huh? Yeah, my, mine was far better. Gravy. I had a we had a gravy-free uh, oh. um, Thanksgiving at the beefcake <laughs> household, and I wouldn't have it any other way. This is. You're you're clearly a psychopath. If you yeah, now he's gravy. Now he's definitely going to murder Professor now that you know he doesn't like gravy. Yeah. Does this clear things up for you? Why have gravy when you can have mustard on all of your stuffing and <laughs> mustard? Uh you're a mustard. Yeah, man. What? Mustard mustard rule. You should go to jail for that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death penalty. <laughs> Wow, it's yeah. pretty pretty extreme there, Rob. Lethal injection of gravy. <laughs> Oof. Well, right into things. Yeah, how was yeah, yours, Rob? Uh, it was very good. Um, very good. Plenty of gravy. Plenty of gravy. All right, well, that's good. Um, we had ham this year. Ham gravy. Um, which was a nice uh, change of pace. And yeah, turkey was, is overrated. I think uh, upgrading to ham is. Extra oh, ham, ham is a is a high yeah that's a high yeah. risk high reward uh it's you know, going for it on fourth down obviously not <laughs> kosher but <laughs> whatever I'm not trying to be someone I'm not you know there you go yeah, yeah. be true to your identity yeah exactly you glaze that ham uh it was glazed yeah um, it, it was excellent and still, still got leftovers too so mm. it's like. If the keeps it's not, 
it's not truly Thanksgiving unless you have leftovers for at least a week. Mm. I'm surprised it lasts that long in your household, knowing your macro diet. Well, no, my macros were fulfilled by one uh, Baker Square French silk pie mm. that I had all to myself. Really? Yes. So you, you just you don't even get a plate or anything. You just nope, eat just right eat. out of the pie plate. Yeah, well, it was perfect. On that. Minimize this. Do you start in the center? Do you work from like <laughs> an edge in? How do you do that? If, if... Here's what you do: is you actually cut a piece out first, right? And you set that on top of the other side while wow. you work like half of it, and then you sure. bring it back over to the empty side. That's innovative. Later. Mm-hmm. Wow. You really can't put a lot of thought into this. I've been doing this for a long time. This is not my first rodeo. Sure. I'm a veteran of a game, if you will. All right. Um, well, let's talk about a game, an NFL game that happened on Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. Let's head to the bar. Um, we're going to defy Governor Wall's order, and we're, <laughs> we're saddling up to that bar. Oh, are we ever? Patriots yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lions go down to the Texans, mm. 41 to 25. Hard to I'm not going to say too much about the game itself. Wait, was it really forty-one to twenty-five? It was. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good score. We'll we'll probably get back to that later. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> again, just nothing working. I mean, nothing. whatever the game. The game was what it was. What are you talking? Deshaun Watson was cooking. Yeah, he was. But anyone who plays against the Lions, D is cooking these days. Yes. Yeah. It's like the want to get out of your slump, play the Lions. Play the Lions. Uh, yeah. Specifically play the Lions in Detroit. That's, mm, that seems to sure. be. Sure. Yeah. They don't have much of a home field advantage these days. <laughs> now without the ravenous Detroit fans uh, pumping their team to victory. Yeah, Is Rory not, at least in the stadium? I didn't see Rory at all. I haven't seen Rory either. Um, oh, no. That's, I feel like that's a missing piece here. I don't uh, you should, think you Jets can get into COVID. Like you should be. I think Rory should be the next Lions GM. <laughs> yeah, let's it's hard um, to it. It's hard to be worse. Yeah, so talk about the aftermath. So the Lions end up letting go both Matt Patricia and, God, I forgot his name already, Bob Quinn, um, their GM. They let him go. I think it was a long time, it was a long time coming. Um, yeah, Ryan has been on the wall since last season. Yeah, well, I feel like the Lions, the last really like 10 games or so, they were on the fence with Patricia, but every once in a while he would, it was always like, okay, they they didn't have Stafford at the end of last season, so they can't really, can't really blame him for for that. And then this season they lose two, win one, um, that sort of thing. Um, They were hovering around 500, but now they lost three in a row and... This these are have, these have been embarrassing losses, honestly. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they've they've uh, this again. This was something that should have been done a while ago, but whatever. Now they've got Daryl Bevel as interim head coach, mm-hmm. and I guess I mean it's not as if the Lions are completely out of the playoff hunt. Um, they're not, um, but at the same time, it's like. You get a chance to like kick the tires on Daryl Bevel a little bit and see if sure. you want to bring him back. Um, I'm glad. Coordinator. Yeah. Oh, sure. Quite a pedigree. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad they did it. 
I'm glad they didn't wait till the end of the season. Um, that would have been bad. And so you get a chance to see if Bevel can kind of get things back on track a little bit and at least resemble some sort of competence, particularly on defense. So I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy with the loss, I guess, because of the aftermath. It sucks good to loss. lose on Thanksgiving, but yes, good loss. One, well, uh, that Adrian, was an important one. Yeah. Here. I mean, yeah, Ooh. And a couple touchdowns and look, looked, uh, like a younger version of himself for a little bit there. The immortal, yeah, for like four, maybe four or five plays, he looked like, you know, they're like a 32-year-old Adrian Peterson yeah. instead of a 34-year-old Adrian yeah. Peterson. My thing with AP is that... He's bad? He'll, no, it's not as if he's bad, but when he's playing, when he's playing pretty well, they tend to just get away from what has worked for them, which is the passing game. Like to to open up the second half, they did like six straight runs and yeah, they got first downs and everything, but then they, it's never been something that's been sustainable for them. that They can like win a game running ball, but they try. So it, it, it's always kind of frustrating. Yeah, sure. Anyway, Um, yeah, I'm, so I have a question for everybody. Is it a good thing that the Lions are always like sticking up the joint on Thanksgiving? Like, do we do we appreciate having like a boring, shitty football game during Thanksgiving, or would we rather have like a good game? Well, it's always like the early ones, so you have the option to sleep through it or not get up. Yeah, and, or yeah. Cooking. So yeah. that's what it's I'm literally... asking. Is it like nice to have like a, a low stakes game during that time? Yeah, yes. you can have it on in the background while you're prepping the stuff in. Or... It's the perfect nap game. Like eating gravy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just dousing yourself in gravy like you sick freaks do. And if you think um, of, yeah, that's right. Bathe in it. And and I, as a man of tradition, you know, you know how I am with that. Tradition. Uh, important. <laughs> I do a um, gravy uh, death charge, by the way. Ooh. I like Shot that. a gravy into some nice uh two percent milk. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Some hair on your chest. Nah, dude, just put mustard in that shit instead. You way not, better. Mustard has no place on Thanksgiving. Mustard has the They're, only place on Thanksgiving. Like yeah. the only place you you can make a case for mustard, even tangential to Thanksgiving, is like leftovers in a turkey sandwich. Like the actual sure. day of, where sure. there's no place. There's what no do you know? What are you some... eating on Thanksgiving that mustard goes so well with? Like Ever, just you have like same. a. Um, a traditional Thanksgiving club sandwich or something? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just doing turkey. Um, let's see, we did mashed potatoes and corn. You, you, then you get a little well in the mashed potatoes that you can put the mustard in. Um, oh no! Jeez, you know, no. <laughs> stuffing. Um, yeah, it's great on stuffing. You need to just really stuffed. mix it in there. Oh my god. Um, uh, oh, cranberries too, like mustard and cranberries. Like, yeah, mm. mix How that all up. Oh, sure. How do we mix Mike? Incredible. It's, it's gone too Incredible. Far. Not stand for this. Yeah. Death threats against one of your co-hosts is one thing, but when you talk about making a well in your mashed potatoes for mustard, yeah, that's a bridge that's, too far. It's crossing the line. Yeah, that's too much. You know, the FBI agent who's like listening in on this call is called in a profiler and is really. Getting a file built on the beefcake here because he's just showing some insane tendencies here. Yeah, markers, I think they call them. Yeah. By the way, I, I, 
feel like we should apologize for last week's episode coming out so late. Again, the technical and production issues continue around it's here. It's our intern. Our intern, Jared, he's just he, the worst. God, that camp. guy is a uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah it's so unprepared all the time. Just terrible. Yeah, it's bad. So we apologize it's for that. It's bad getting worse, too. Yeah. Um, it is getting worse, and we shouldn't stand for it. We should find somebody else. Probably. Yeah, but definitely. Being, Get him out of your Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's move on to the next game. Uh, Vikings eke out a dramatic yes. win against the Panthers. Um, are you back on the Vikings bandwagon now, Professor? Well, uh, Vikings control their own destiny, as a matter of fact. Um, they, they can easily get to nine wins or ten wins. They have easy games in front of them. And they have uh, opponents who, if they beat them, help them win tie, earn tiebreakers and, and things like that. Sure. So, uh, frankly, uh, the Vikings are in the driver's seat for the playoffs, and there's no reason they shouldn't miss it at this point. Obviously, that loss to Dallas two weeks ago... Uh, really stinks because <laughs> we would be we would actually be a wild card team right now had we uh, won that very winnable game. Um, so uh, never underestimate the, the ability of the Vikings to Viking things up. But yeah, I think I think uh, that being said, we're on a playoff trajectory right now. I mean, how many the, how many bad games to bad teams can we lose in one season? Atlanta and Dallas is already two. It feels like we're maxing out. The Cowboys now with the worst record in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, the Christ. Falcons actually blew out the, the Raiders. So they're, they're just above that, but still two of the bottom dwelling teams. And, you know, you, you have one point losses to elite teams like the Titans and the Seahawks showing you can play with the big. Frankly, they should have won those games. They shot themselves yeah. the foot down the stretch. Uh, they beat the Packers. Like you have the best and worst team all combined into one. It's really amazing. See, professor, professor, what I don't get is that you're you're looking at these games where they lose by one, or where they shoot themselves in the foot, and you're like, "Well, that's not going to happen again." Like they'll, <laughs> and that, that's the reason why it will happen again. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just trying to say that the potential for greatness is there, and I choose to focus on that and ignore everything else. Okay. At least until um, I lose again, and then I'll I'll flip flip flop. Yeah. Um, Purple Moses. Um, what were your impressions of the game? Because everything that Professor says, I tune out. But I'm interested to hear what you have to say about the game, and if you thought this was an encouraging win, or if you think this is the start of a playoff push. Because your your opinion on the Vikings is the only one that really matters. One thing that, that has really come clear to me this year is, you know, Kirk Cousins yes. gets unnecessarily shit on. Yes. Yes, he has a a big contract that I will agree that, you know, I questioned when they gave him the extension a little bit. But of all the issues the Vikings have been having, he is not it. He has I been... Loves- the the bedrock of this team he he's been outstanding mm-hmm. um you know i i was worried with Ezra Cleveland missing out and an, for a second game in a row how that would affect cuz you know the the one knock i really do have kirk is sometimes he just can't pick up the pressure from the blind side and gets rid of it but he looked outstanding yesterday you know he's um, scrambling more and you know the 
you know, looking on Twitter after we went and got the the first touchdown in the fourth quarter, people were uh, really, you know, upset with the clock management on that drive. And then to see Kirk come out and lead the two minute drill like that, mm. like it was, you know, I'm not saying it was quite to the level of one Aaron Rodgers, but you know, something's been. Come on, Rob. Let's not make jokes. Uh, You're right. It was even close to that level. But but it was like it was it was a beautiful like just the you know ten fifteen yard passes down the line get it it just perfect maybe left a little bit too too much time on the clock as we saw Uh, but luckily that didn't come back come back to bite us because you know but. Yeah. How surprised were you when the Panthers missed that field goal, by the way? Oh, incredibly. Like, every, every ounce of Minnesota sports fandom of me, like, truly believe. Like, what, what, before Teddy threw that pass to get to get to midfield even, I thought it was coming. And, and when that pass was completed, I was, it was, like, just the confirmation I was looking for. Yeah. Um, but, you reasons. know, he but even before that kick... Uh, what was the kicker's name? Uh, Sly? Something yeah, Joey Sly. Cool name. Like, there, was cool the, name. There, there was the one to go up 24-13 that was, you know, it was only good because it was above the upright. Had the ball been lower, it would have doinked it off. Doinked, like, yeah. he, like, he hadn't looked great, so, you know, I guess I should have considered it a possibility, but until I actually saw it off his, like, it was obvious oh, once yeah. it was on his foot. It was terrible. But up until that point, I was I was positive it was going in. They were going to lose, and it was going to be another awful loss. But then it wasn't. Yeah. And uh, Chad Beebe got to got to have his redemption, redemption story. Right? Um, yeah. We really quick. I, yeah, I have to talk about this. Uh, I'd like to shout out Chad Beebe for figuring out how to win a as a Viking. Yeah. Um, Super heads up play to muff that uh, that punt was very yeah. important um, because it made the Vikings have to go down and get a touchdown mm-hmm. instead of a field goal. Sure, because we all knew if they needed a field goal, there's no way you win that game. You know what? Mm. I actually agree with that, and, and I'll go one further. And I'm going to shout out to Kirk and Dalvin Cook for fumbling in the early third quarter. There you go. Sounds as well back to back because. Honestly, you know, as, as good as Delvin is, at the end of the day, he's a running back, so it doesn't matter. Um, mm. And um, this team needs to let Kirk loose a little bit more. Kirk is good, okay? I'm sorry, guys. He's good. He's a good quarterback. Fucking deal with it. But he's a goddamn dork. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my man inexcusable. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't argue with that. It's, Do yeah. you see the way that he, when he scrambles, instead of like gracefully sliding he does like this weird like throw himself forward like a yeah he wants he, like, his extra bounces. yards he like bounces off the turf or something yeah, like he, he, uh, it feels like gravity just affects him like five percent more than other people there's just a little extra it looks like he, tri- it looks like he trips when he like he yeah. trips and he falls for- it's just he never misses an opportunity to be a dork yeah he's terrible but and that's my frankly, main objective. Frankly, he's bad for the league. A league that is struggling right now and needs as many young, cooler people, hip, hip fans as possible. This guy is just driving ratings down. And uh, uh, you know, I think uh, as an owner, as an owner professor, you should be appalled at this. 
Uh, I think he represents yeah. like good old-fashioned family values. Which mm, we need I will more. say, no. at least his wife isn't accusing our governor of being a dictator. That's a good point. Uh, so no, that's cool. That's cool because it's standing up it's for rebellious. <laughs> yeah, uh, standing but, up for what makes this, Amer- this country great. Anyway, the Vikings are a passing team. Okay, they have a good quarterback. They have good wide receivers. They're a pass-first team. They should be a pass-first team. And like we saw when they got down to Denver last year, uh, the best thing that can happen to them is they get in a hole and they have to throw because when Kirk cooks. That just game over. Uh, he's elite. He's an elite quarterback, and we just love to see it. We are here for it. it. And with Thielen watching from home, listen to these numbers. B.C. Johnson, seven catches for 74 yards. Wow. Justin Jefferson, again, <sighs> seven catches, 70 yards. Kyle Rudolph, also <sighs> seven catches, 68 yards. Beautiful. Chad Beebe, also seven catches, 63 yards. Man, like, just spread everywhere. out. Like, the whole receiving core, you know, you didn't have Earth Smith, you didn't have... Adam Thielen, it didn't matter. That's the that's like, mastery of your offense right there. Just command of the field. Um, it's beautiful. Um, and you know what? I've gotten in trouble on this podcast before for calling Kirk an MVP, and I won't do it here, but I will call him a November MVP. Because uh, the stats in November, he was 71% accuracy, 11,000 yards, 11 touchdowns, and one interceptions, and four count four wins. Uh, I, the guys, will, Do you the need guys 1,100 will... yards? Yeah, they say 11,000. It felt yeah, like 11,000. Which would 000. be incredible. Not well, sure an MVP candidate can lose to the Cowboys. That um, would be... There it is. Well, I, that's why I said he was an MVP candidate. I said he was November's MVP. The player of the month, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. When did the Cowboys lose to the... When did the Vikings lose to the Cowboys? Um, in November, but we're looking at the big picture here. It's a big picture thing. He, no, we're not. We're looking at the picture of November. He played which great. They lost to the Cowboys. He played great. medium picture. He played no, great in that game. He had a receiver picture. drop a ball, and he had a good cornerback drop a you game in the interception. Actually, Rob, he played great. It wasn't I'll, his fault. I'll side with Professor on this. That Cowboys Whoa. game was the product of Mike McCarthy. Um, McCarthy is a Benedict Arnold, traitor, um, asshole, terrible, god awful person. Um, who always has the Vikings number, so you can pin all of that that loss on Mike McCarthy. Good point. I guess I would just like to wrap up the Viking discussion by saying that if I order them a drink, um, it's, a, mm. it's a beer called the Destiny IPA, um, and, and they have the Destiny in their own hands, and all that remains to be seen is, will they crack it open and taste, taste that delicious, delicious, hoppy beer, or will they smash it on the ground? And you know what? I'll Only time it. can tell. No, I just imagine we'll them it out opening up. I imagine them opening up and they put it up to their mouth, but they miss. And so it just goes all over <laughs> yeah, their shirt. Yeah. Down their left shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. Right. been too reliable uh, this year. You might be right. Um, let's go to uh, the Sunday the, Night Football. The classic uh, matchups Sunday Night Football, Bears, Packers. The old ass. Condolences. Polish Conference. Yeah, sausage. Did you guys know that this is the oldest rivalry in the NFL? Because I did. I've heard that. that was, yeah, it was. Well, yeah. they they said that on uh, they, that was a neat little tidbit by Mike Tirico on Sunday. Wow, yeah. what a great deep dive by him. Whatever. Are we really going to knock Tirico? Like, oh my like god, uh, I'm sorry. He's, he's so much right. better than I like Al Michaels and Collins. That's true. Tirico is my favorite. Please. uh... Beefcake, try not to be as insufferable as Professor. Well, Look. let me just start by saying this. Packers win 41-25 to over the rival Chicago Bears in Lam- in legendary Lambeau Field. God damn. Um, 
And this moves the Packers to 100 wins against the Bears. Um, it's only the third time in NFL history that one team has won triple digits against another team. Can you guess the other two records of wins a team has against another team? Um, I'm sure it's some other Packers bullshit because they've been around for 7 billion years. That's one of them. Yes, the Packers are part of one of these, but there isn't not so 102 wins the Packers have over your Detroit Lions. Wow. Oh. And with 105 wins, the New York Giants over the Washington football team. I did not expect that. Okay. Okay. Dear diary. So, I just wow. that, you know, did a little deep dive and found that interesting. Sounds like um, a couple to die couple other notable things. Aaron Rodgers becomes the 11th quarterback to pass with 50,000 yards. Um, mm -hmm. Devontae Adams is the quickest uh, Green Bay wide receiver to hit 500 catches um, and the greatest wide receiver of all time, that's for sure. Um, that's a stat. And, uh, yeah, the Bears were utterly embarrassed and uh, should fire Nagy and trade for Matthew Stafford ASAP. Will the Bears win another game this year? Besides against the Vikings in Week 17 to break their heart. Yeah, that I was about to say, like, that's exactly what matters. matters. No. They play Week 15. Week okay. 17 is Lions. Oh, God. The oh, Honolulu yeah. Blues. Battle of the Titans. Um, this is yeah, embarrassing. They'll, they'll win. Yeah. What, what is embarrassing? I mean, this game was embarrassing for the Bears. All right. Oh, was, yeah, this is embarrassing. absolutely. This was not a win as much as a humiliation. It was, like, it the was, game was it over was, in the first quarter. Like, man. Yeah. This, it was outrageous. You saw on the Twitter and you saw Bears fans just like just jumping off bridges left and right. Bears? Uh, oh, sausage is having a tough nice, time with it. Sausage is sausage yeah. under the bridge, though. That's his normal hangout spot. <laughs> Chicago scored 15 points in the fourth quarter, all in, you know. Garbage time when the Packers were just giving them, you know, seven, eight yards, which is what you want to do at that point when you're up, you know, 40 billion points. Well, I guess the question in everybody's mind is the most important outcome of this game did Mr. Biscuit do enough to win his starting job back? Hmm. I sure great, hope so. I, I, I would love to see Mr. Biscuit around for years to come in Chicago, uh, as I think we all would. Yes, here, here. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot, and I like playing him a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyhow, I mean, the Packers are... I know that you're high on the Packers, Beefcake. Obviously. Are, but I'm not getting a lot from these wins that they have. Like the Empty calories. Empty calories, that's right. That's a good term. Calories are calories, is the way I like to see it. It's bulking <laughs> season. We know that. doesn't matter where your calories are coming from. Just get them and ride them into the playoffs. Uh, it's all about getting hot at the right time, and the Packers are well-positioned for the stretch run. So, Beefcake, I do have one question for you. Oh, Christ. Here we go. Week 16. Are you prepared yeah, to root for the Vikings to beat the Saints? Because that's the only way your Packers are getting to buy in the number one seed. Mm. Will you be wearing purple that day? You know, a lot of that is going to come down to um, what uh, jersey I can borrow from the professor. Um, oh, sure. Not 
that's not uh not sure if you want to let him in your house far, not far though not far mm. at this point you, you your packers have won the division they have a three game lead yeah it's pretty dumb. i don't know <laughs> they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way tennessee they don't, is the only, they don't have tennessee the is really the only uh big yeah, you know, really issue fun. i can see so but uh, I like I like the Packers' chances. I agree. I'm I agree that you know it's going to be tough to get the one seed. I'm kind of hoping that um, the Saints actually drop one of these games coming up here with Taysom Hill at quarterback because I feel like that magic is only going to last for so long. Um, so I, I'm kind of hoping that's when you know we can get a little leg up there. Okay, but if T- if Taysom doesn't do all that well, they have Jameis waiting. Like that's right, waiting oh, to be unleashed. Crab legs, baby. I would love nothing more than for Jameis Winston to start for the New Orleans Saints. That sounds fantastic. Right. I would love to see it. Plus, we already have a win over New Orleans in our back pocket, which is going to be real nice for those. Yeah, you got the tiebreaker. Sure. All right. Cool. Well, uh, it was a fun zany week in the NFC North. And with, with that in mind, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to keep the NFC North in mind. I can't believe we haven't done this yeah. uh, before. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do probably our favorite and most popular segment. Our fans Certainly. just go wild for it. <laughs> we're going to enter four down territory. Mm. This week's four down territory, all-time NFC North players. Yeah. Whoa. This Slash is to... NFC Central. Yeah. Ah, Nice. This is going to be extremely controversial. Come back with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. Thanks for coming back with us. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Four down territory, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That part of the cool. podcast. And we are going to do. To be honest, I like it when we stay away from football on this show. Um, but we're going to do some more football talk. You know, guy stuff. Oh yeah, national uh, uh, football. <laughs> and we're going to stay in the NFC North slash Central. Hell yeah! And we're going to do. Uh, four down territory, all time NFC North slash Central players. Um, so this is going to be very interesting. I'm going to go ahead and make the executive decision to let Professor Pigskin go first. Wow! And I think it should be obvious why, yes. because whenever he has the first overall pick, he screws it up. Um, and I don't think that this will be any exception. So, well. I mean, I, I know normally I screw this pickup, but this time, this time's going to be different. Because there's one player, there's one player who's clearly the best player in NFC North Class Central history. Um, who, yeah, just get it over with. Who rises above the rest? Um, yeah. Uh, and so I will quickly blaze my way down the field to rise into the air and snatch up the best player, maybe in the NFL history, Randy Moss. Randy Moss, reach. number really one off reached. the board. Oh, my yeah, Lord. Yeah, big-time reach. Good Not even God. close to – he's, like, the best receiver in NFL history, and it's an incredibly impactful position besides quarterback. Um, you know, maybe we should do one quarterback one. 
fine, but you know what? There's a lot of good quarterbacks um, in the NFC North Central history, and I can get a good value. Packers history. I can get I can get a um, a good value one in round two, but there's only one super freak, uh, Randy Moss, and so easy, easy first overall pick. Are you ready for this really quick, uh, uh, Professor? Randy Moss is my third wide receiver on my list. Well, you're dumb, so that doesn't surprise anybody. That's like <laughs> this, this is stupid. My thing is, can you really say he's a winner? Mm, yep. He's missing the hardware. That's, that's such he, a he went to New England, the dynasty of our time. And he during his time there, he did he not win it. a single race. That wasn't his he fault. Do it. I think it. I think it's. I think it's squarely his fault. I think he shoulders mm. all the blame for that. Uh, um, you guys are doing this like goddamn like Shannon Sharp Skip Bayless bullshit on me right here when I'm trying to have a serious serious about it. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's well, the best. Period. All right. Next question. What do you want? Wow. Great, great argument. I, I, what? Yes. I, I agree. I, I think. I think he is arguably the best uh, receiver in NFL history. Clearly, in this division's history. I mean, but it's first overall. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's a high value position. Is the, the I, 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 yes, but I think he can get other high caliber receivers later if you miss on him. And I, I think there there's other pieces that are more important. I Professor never thinks so. he never like yeah. plays the draft. Yeah, I yeah, do. Just, this is literally no. playing the draft right here. There's the no. gap between one and two is bigger for wide receiver than any other position on the board right here. There's not a bigger gap in any other position than there is for this one. Therefore, you take the guy with the biggest drop off, which is Moss. That's how you actually how you draft. So that's the right pick. It's the only pick, really. Just, Who's got the next pick, Rob? Just a bunch of nonsense. Let's give it to you, uh, Beefcake. Oh, really, really? Damn it. <laughs> he's going to make it a really stupid pick here where there's a ton of value. No, we all, we all know who he's picking. Do you? I don't, I don't know. Really? This is going to be interesting. Like um, chaos reigns supreme. <laughs> um, he's going to pick, like, Vince Party or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of them on my big board, trust me. Um, <laughs> uh I think this is interesting because I'm going to take, I think, the player that I that fits my brand of football. Oh, you know, bad. I want I want somebody who's going to, you know. Eddie Lacy. Wow. That's play, a... play the game the way I want it played. And maybe the most versatile. Um, oh, Christ. Player of all time. Give me a break. I'm taking Walter Payton. Ooh, sweetness. Ooh. Sweetness, that's such baby. a dumb pick. We all know how Professor feels about running backs. Yeah, that's but such this a guy, stupid pick. That's this guy transcends I, the running back. He's not even the best running back in on the board. And why would you take a running back in the first round? Jeez, Professor, that's never seen you like that's this. Like this. If you're gonna make fun of Randy Moss, you got to make uh, fun of him like ten times harder for this bullshit pick. No, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm just. Sh- sh- Shocked. I'm stunned. I'm playing to win, baby. This. I'm playing to win. Then you don't it take seems... running backs. Uh, he Especially won. The yep, like, I won. I won. Modern day NFL. NFL. Yeah. Over. Draft is oh. over. I won. Wow. I'm getting choked up right now. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. Well, let's uh, go over to... Uh, terrible running back. He's terrible. He's, so he's, ex, he's arguably the best running back of all time. No, he's not even the best. He the, uh, he's the he third like best the, running back on the board right now. You're out. 
He has like the uh, like this like the man of the year or whatever award yeah. named after him. Who yeah. cares about that? High I'm character not, guy. That's dumb. That's dumb. That's I, the worst part about Walter Payton. I like it. That's like the only good All right, part. Let's about go it. to let's go to Purple Moses. All right. So I was just coming at this as you know to establish your your team. You really want to build around a quarterback. And I think there are four quarterbacks who really separate themselves. Agreed. But I think two of them you can't really take now because I don't think they, their success would translate to the modern-day NFL. So mm. I think we need to rule out Star, and I think we need to rule out Tarkenton. Mm. Oh, my God. You had Tarkenton on your big board? Jeez. No, I didn't. That's, I'm saying when I was well, saying he did. He was he was better than, than fucking Bart Star. so what are you yelling about? You know, it pains me to say that both of the the two it really came down to were Packers. Granted, one was also a Viking, and it's really between Rodgers and Favre. Yeah. Hmm. And I ultimately sided with uh, taking Aaron Rodgers first overall, uh, hmm. simply because he didn't he doesn't make the mistakes that Favre did. He doesn't throw across his body mm-hmm. for the pick. He he comes in clutch time after time. I don't think. You know, I, I don't think you're wrong going with Favre, but I think Rodgers is, you know, when you look at the best quarterback all time in this division, I think it it's his. Yes, I, and you're I, correct. Congratulations. I don't think it's really that yeah. hard to... Congratulations, right. Purple Moses. You made the right choice. That was a smart pick. Okay. Good call. Well, now, my yeah, next pick will be a reach. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you that now. Appreciate that. Yeah. Can't well, let's either. get to my pick since uh, it's a snake draft. I got two picks in a row. Well, I didn't think that either of these guys. I didn't think he was going to fall to a four, but I'm going to go ahead and snatch up Brett Favre. Yeah, um, you got it. You got for it. one. For one, there's the durability. Sure. You know, you're I getting know. a guy for you know 20 years, but there's also something. There's something kind of. He captured people's fans' imaginations a little bit more than Aaron Rodgers, I think. Oh, charisma. He oozed He was... He... I mean, because Rodgers is such a dick. Yeah. And Favre, you know, took pictures of his dick, but he seemed like a okay guy, (laughs) at least. Um, Better commercials. Better commercials. Yeah, he's Wrangler. I mean, I'll take a Wrangler. But that that copper fit with him and, like... Jerry Rice playing pickleball, terrible commercial, terrible. Yeah, but the, the regular commercials. I'll take are those really... over the State Farm commercials. Yeah, those, those, are, those are trash. Oh, those are oh, horrible. Bad. But I just think Favre he he excited people a little bit more because he was like the gunslinger, and you yeah. you know you had to the highs were high and the lows were low and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take Brett Favre, and with my next pick. I'm going to go ahead and move to the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. I'm going to go ahead and take the Minister of Defense, Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so That's a good pick. Great pick. The guy that, you know, can single-handedly transform your defense. And another, like, uh, one of those guys who can, he he can galvanize your entire team, you know. He gets the entire team, you know, he makes the rest of the team match his intensity. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I think, I feel like I got two all time guys on both sides of the ball already. Man. Chad from Oscar has got to be losing his great over your team right now. One, yeah. two pick right there. Yeah. That's, he was high on my board as well. He's yeah. Ex- you, you can't argue with that pick. Yeah. Well, let's uh, go back to, um, 
Purple Moses, he claimed that this is going to be a reach. Let's well, find out. I expected you to take someone with your second pick, uh, and I did not expect this person to still be there. But I think I'm going to stick to my draft plan. Uh-huh. So I'm going to leave this person out there. We'll see if he comes back to me. And, oh, and you know, in Minnesota, we like to draft our own. And this gentleman played at the University of Minnesota, <laughs> led them to a Rose Bowl victory. Wow. He was so good that he was drafted not only by the Vikings, but also the Bills. <laughs> he is the Vikings' all-time sack leader with 130 and a half sacks mm-hmm. and Beautiful. played in all four Vikings Super Bowls. My second-round pick is Mr. Carl Eller. Hello, pick. Um, Who, second pick. Okay. From the University of Minnesota. Yeah, one of the Purple uh, People Eaters. Purple People Eater is one of the best defensive players we need. I already got my offensive side, you know, built up, so I want to start with the centerpiece for my defense. Just all-time great. Also character guy, after he he finished Mm. playing in the NFL, he got a degree at Metro State and worked for the Minnesota Department of Human Services, uh, tackling issues of racial inequality. Just all-around great guy, and uh, I feel really good having him uh, lead my defense. Mm. Yeah, good call. Good, good. You can't the intangibles. Yeah, these are yeah. things that, doesn't show up on the sh- on the stat sheet there. Well, that's not. But one hundred thirty and a half packs. It's it's to this day the most by a Viking. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. It's insane. He's like, no, that's a, that's a hell of a pick. It is a hell of a pick. All right, okay. let's go to, back to the beefcake. If you pass Speaking of hell, hell of a pick, um, I man, this reach. is going to be my team back. is shaping up nicely with this pick. Um, I'm going to go back to the well and, you know, just just keep piling it on. Uh, I'm taking Adrian Peterson oh, out of my nice. backfield. Um, yeah. You have the worst team of all time. <laughs> One-two punch wow. of sweetness and AP. Yeah, that's uh, that rotation. I'm keeping both of them on the field the whole time. Just do oh, a yeah. little have a, dual back. Have AP play fullback. That'll work. Sure. Mm-hmm. Great blocker. Yeah. I love I love your picks because they infuriate the professor so much. Oh, we're 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 only halfway I done. Think Rob. Don't worry about like that. Like half of his strategy. Like I think he's just going to put the professor on tilt more well, than anything. No, well, my my team is going to be impossible. You'll make bad picks regardless. Uh, I'll tell you for damn sure. I'm not picking a running back with my my next two picks. So you get Barry Sanders on your next one, dude. Um, Why would I want Barry Sanders? Uh, don't I, don't don't give up don't give away these names okay right, well, you, you make your next two picks okay? all right well so here's the deal you guys stupidly don't know how to draft at all and you don't know anything about football and you let another this insane talent drop to me and so i'm gonna snatch him up here unbelievably God damn it unbelievably you let megatron drop um, yeah, that's that's who I thought Rob was going to take, and yeah. that's who I was like almost tempted to go with after after sure. he fell. Kelvin yeah, Johnson's like the one receiver who's like maybe a more athletic freak than Randy Moss, and you let me line them both up on opposite sides of the field. Like, you're, you're game, over. To him. game over. Doesn't even fucking matter at this point. Doesn't matter at this point. Uh, there's and again, there's so many good quarterbacks left on the board that I don't feel me, like I need to reach on one uh, like you guys did. That's for dang sure. Um, wow. Uh, I am loaded at wide receiver right now. Uh, everything is just uh, looking beautifully. 
Um, Just a really quick, uh, what are the combined Super Bowls of your two wide receivers? Whoa. This is such a dumb Run the numbers? Like, come on. Come on. This is a football podcast, not like a bunch of dweebs in an office sitting around a water cooler pretending to know things about football podcasts. All right? Like, like elevate your conversation uh, past that nonsense to like a real conversation, please, Rob. Thank you. What what's the number? Sorry, uh, I missed it. I'm I'm saying like there's a bullshit argument, and I'm not going to justify answering your bad faith nonsense. Uh, you're wasting the professor's time here. Oh, uh, you're speaking uh, to third person now. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes to get through to you. Um, no, I, I was really hoping he was going to fall back to me. I didn't think you were going to take him after taking Randy. And Megatron is one of the reasons why I thought Randy was a reach mm, at one, no. is because I like Wrong. I don't think that drop-off is as big as he made it seem. I think Megatron, you know, just playing on a crappy team his entire career doesn't get, didn't get, you know, the national love that Randy did. But I think, you know, Calvin Johnson is just, I mean, clearly an all-time great, I'll, even I'll though say, he was never really on the team to show it off. I'll, I'll say that Randy made guys like uh, Todd Bauman look good. So let's, you know, he revitalized Jeff George's career. Todd Bauman look good? Yeah, when he threw in Randy Moss, he did. That's for dang sure. Also, he's kind of handsome. Wow. Um, well, boy, it's still your pick. Okay. Third pick, and it's, it's, it's bonkers. I don't even know where to go with this one. Um, actually, I'm going to go defense. You needed some defense, uh, a little bit of defense here. Um, luckily, there's a, a long history of amazing defenders in the NFC North slash Central's history, and so my <sighs> cup flow over. However, there's only two defensive players in NFL history who have won an MVP award. Only two. Um, and therefore, th- that only stands the reason that those are the two best defenders of all time, right? It makes sense. They're the only ones who won MVP awards. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. It makes sense, right? Right? Uh, I think so. And so one of them happened to play for your Minnesota Vikings. So I will take, <laughs> of the Purple People Eaters, Alan Page, Justice oh, Alan Page. Justice, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank not not only is he one of the two only defensive players to win MVP, he also is a Minnesota State uh, Supreme Court justice, which is badass as hell, and he's on my team now. All right, so I got the deep balls, and I got the, the run stuffer pass rushing up the middle. You cannot stop this team. And you have no quarterback or a line to protect that non-existent Well, we're not drafting up so. this lineman here. Come on. Yeah. He's... See, these might be good picks, but I'm just so jaded by the presentation that the professor gives. It's just... I like to be thorough. I think our, not, our listeners no, have told not. us that they appreciate my historic knowledge and my academic insight. I don't recall Purple Moses saying that. <laughs> okay, let's go back to the beefcake. Well, you know, I was looking at my team here and thinking, hmm, what am I missing right now? Um... Obviously, I've got, you know, two incredible running backs, but uh, maybe they're not so great on third down. So um, mm. I think I'm going to round my team out really well here. And I am going to take the golden boy, Paul Horning, uh, coming out of the backfield on wheel routes. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, just a little draw play, third and ten, just draw play right up the middle. What a stupid play call. Wow. just titillates me like nobody's business. You've got, I can attest to that. You, you've got so much versatility in your backfield it's, right now. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. So wow. many talented players on the sidelines watching. 
Best backfield in the league, baby. That's uh, that's gonna win champions. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You have my players. Up. My players have more championships than yours. I'll say this: you'll have some really fun nine and seven seasons with that team. Vikings would kill for nine and seven this year. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go. We're going ten and six, babe. Okay. Uh, let's go back to Purple Moses. I mean, I need to go with. I think an offensive threat. Uh, and, you know, I was hoping Megatron might have fallen back to me. Oh, no. Didn't happen. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody who the pathetic Philadelphia Eagles let slip away. Morons. And all develop does. into a Hall of Fame. All, they said all he does was catch touchdowns, but all he did was steal my heart as a young lad. Oh, Ladies oh, and gentlemen, <laughs> with my third round pick, I am taking the one, the only, Chris Carter. Yeah. I almost picked him instead of Alan Page. <laughs> Yeah. But I don't do dumb bits like the beefcake. Uh, that's an amazing pick. I mean, Chris Carter, so angry. basically, like, you know, his, his career stats were just right up there with Jerry Rice's, or right, just right behind him. Uh, just an elite wide receiver. Just super cool. Um, also, did a ton of cocaine before he, he went to Minnesota. And so that's kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, awesome. Very, very cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's another one of those intangibles. Yeah. Which we talk about. Okay, um, my third and fourth picks. So I've got my quarterback. I've got, I've got my uh, my defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel like I need. So I'm break, kind of breaking it up into like offense, defense, and now I'm going to go with special teams. Oh, no. mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take Devin Hester. Important to set up field position. Good call. There were a couple of years where Devin Hester was one of the most impactful players in the NFL. Sure, yeah. And, again, one of those guys that people would go to games to watch him. Um, And, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, the momentum of, like, a big kickoff return and how that changes everything, or a punt return. Yeah. Um, so I got to, I got to, for the sake of my overall team, I know there's probably guys with bigger stats and longer careers and everything, but Devin Hester was uh, uh, a really, uh, a really fun player uh, to cover. He is he the only, either he's the only or one of only a few people to um, return a kickoff for a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Percy Harvey. Uh, didn't, didn't, okay. Didn't Desmond yeah. Howard? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. But re- he, I mean, regardless, he, he showed up in a big game. Yeah. I, I have a lot of memories uh, growing up of watching like coaches yell at Chris Cluey for punting at Devin Hester. So um, yeah. that, that's when you know a guy's good is like when you yell at him, like, why'd you punt at him? Um, yeah. <laughs> like when yeah, you, that you punt, really had to change your game plan. Yeah, when you like, intentionally kick it out of bounds uh, because you're afraid of a guy, right. that's when you know you're good. Yeah, but you also have like we saw that two weeks ago with the Vikings kicking to Cordero Patterson. Yeah, Packers did it uh, yesterday. There's, there's a long they history of great like multiple times. times. Yeah, I love that that part. Um, and now for my final pick, I've got offense, I've got defense, I've got special teams. Now I've got to take a guy who can make the clutch kick. Oh, so yes. Go I'm going to go ahead and take Matt Prater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I feel like everyone's just the, the NFL, the longest field goal. I mean, we went over all of his 
accolades. Um, but yeah, just a, but just a guy who who you can who you can really trust to make big kicks and make long kicks. Um, so I feel like I've got a super well-rounded team right mm-hmm. now. Got all the bases covered. You're ready for anything, Ron. I am. You're right. All right, let's uh, final picks. Go back to Purple Moses. Oh man, this is this is tough. Um, Mr. Biscuit's still on the board. Yeah, Think yeah. Uh, I'm not going to subject my my hypothetical fans to dealing with that nightmare, especially when I have Rogers. Now, you know, Professor brought up Chris Cluey, who you know, it'd be nice to have around to play some magic with, because you sure. know, he's a fellow yeah, fellow nerd. But, you know, that's not who I'm... You're not drafting a friend. Um, you know, and I, I think I have really good offensive combo set. And I have one stud defensive player, but what? What? why have just one when you can have two? I'm just mm-hmm. going to have a nightmare defensive line. Because uh, I'm going to take Mr. John Randall. Ooh. Oh, sure. Tr- best nice. trash talker in, in league history. I'll, I'll give him that much. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, it could just be, you know, you know, I could, um, it could just be, I, I'm just so attached to him because growing up, he was like my favorite. Uh, I love the commercial where he put like a little Favre jersey on a chicken and chased it around. That's a good commercial. Uh, but you know, I just think having having him and Eller rushing the passer is just going to be a nightmare for every team, and uh, I think I'm just set. Yeah, yeah. I'm good to go. I think so too. Wow. Yeah, you got good and a good. Uh, he's he kind of had that Reggie White thing where his intensity really, really was uh, contagious. Yeah. Now, exactly. now I would have loved to take Reggie White, but uh, you you were you were smart. You took him right off the board. He's. Uh, I like that John uh, Randall used to do like the, he would like purposely get fines by putting too much like face paint on and break rules yeah. for big yeah, games. That was pretty cool. Like that's cool. That was cool. All right, uh, back to the beefcake. Well, I'm looking again at my team, and I'm so well rounded, but it's missing something. Mm. Um, uh, you know, know you're going. I think it's missing a really fiery presence. Uh, Good God. Specifically, the idea of running oh, between the tackles, you know, really just digging in there, getting yeah. the tough yards. Good. Um, a hammerhead, if you will. So mm. I'm taking Mike Allstott Ooh. of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah. NFC That's Central, baby. Pick. It's a yeah. great pick. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you, if we are in, if we need three yards, I'm great, getting it. Every, every time. You know, I thought, I thought if there was going to be a buck drafted, I was thinking it was going to be Sap. But no, 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 no. Mike Allstock, baby, the best, greatest Buccaneer of all time. Mm, yeah. Mm. That, I feel like you're going to be an absolute terror. Yeah, I don't know how you stop. Who's going to want to go against that four-headed listen, monster? Listen, our, our, like, you're only going to get one possession because we're just going to run four to, you know four downs three yards over and over again run out the clock your team's only going to get one possession yeah too bad you won't score on any of yours so that's a win false yeah <laughs> all right well mr irrelevant goes to mm. the professor well 
Um, Try to keep it quick. This, this is hard because there's two guys I had in mind, and I have to pick between them. Um, this is this is tricky. Um, so I'm go- I'm going to I'm going to pass on quarterback. I'm not going to take Fran the Man Tarkington, who did hold all the records until Dan Marino broke him. So pretty elite quarterback. Um, and everyone compares Russell Wilson to him, so he must be good. Uh, so I disagree with you on that one, Purple Moses. But I am going to go size though. Yeah, who cares about size? Drew Brees, he's short. Um, so, but I'm going to. Basically, the NFL is about passing and stopping the pass, and that's it, right? And so I have two no, receivers. That's not true, but go on. It is. Um, and I have a, an elite defensive lineman, so I need one more elite pass rusher. And in my mind, you don't pick guys based off of, like, their longevity. You pick them based off of, like, who had the best season. And there's one pass rusher who has had the best pass rushing season in NFL history uh, with the most <laughs> legitimate sacks ever because that freebie from, from, uh, from Brett Farber's spray hand doesn't count. Um, that was just like fucking gift sack is bullshit. Uh, so the real NFL sack leader of all time, the best season of all time, is one Jared Allen, who's, uh, uh, I think 23 and a half Nine sacks. Em. Uh, Nine them. 69 them, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah, he's just roping calves up and down the field. Childish. Uh, yeah, this, the coolest pass rushing moves, the coolest commercials, the coolest sack dance. The guy was just a menace. Um, and with him and, um, and Justice Allen, Allen Page anchoring the D-line, it doesn't matter um, how many stupid fucking running backs uh, Beefcake picks. Uh, we're going to destroy them all. Okay. Let's go to some of the people we didn't draft. Um, Barry Jim Sanders. Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. Matthew Stafford. Did Barry Sanders get picked? Barry up? Sanders no, did not get drafted. Barry, did Barry Sanders wow. did not get drafted. Uh, I, I nearly took Randall McDaniel that last round. Oh yeah. Fran. Fran. Um, Dick Butkus didn't get picked up. Uh, yeah. Gail Sayers. Old um, Guys, old players are dumb. Let's just Matt Forte. Except mine. Um, Amon Green. Amon Green. Uh, Jesus Christ. Will Henderson. Um, you were saying earlier in this podcast, weren't you saying Devontae Adams was the greatest receiver of all time? And you didn't why do you, you don't need? But I'm 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 drafting for make a good team, and you don't need receivers to make a good team. Warren Sapp, like you, like yeah, you Warren said. Sapp is a good one. Uh, he would have been a good pick. Um, mm. Those are the immediate ones that come to mind. Beefcake, uh, this is, I'm shocked Barry Sanders did yeah, Beefcake, you ruined this worse than the time I ruined the um the uh, the hair metal. Um, power ballads. Power ballads. One. I don't know what it you're took, talking about. Yeah. Freebird number one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, that was a that was a bad bit. But your bit is even worse than that. You, that was that's the no, one time we tried to talk about football. You disgraced it with your nonsense, Mike Allstott. Get out of here. Hey, he. It's all about versatility in the run game. All right. You know what? I'm I'm so mad at you, Beefcake. I'm going to make a decision right now. As an owner, I'm renaming Lambeau Field. This is no longer historic Lambeau Field. Um, I've noticed all the other stadiums have, like, sponsors, and we need a sponsor. Uh, we need a Heinz Field or something like that. And so, Rob Sines? Uh, field. Uh, I'm, no, Ranch I'm going field. for DuPont Nutrition and Biosciences Field. Uh, sure. They're the, one of the number one producers of um, soy protein. Uh, that's right. Uh, your Green Bay Packers uh, will be sponsored by soy, and all henceforth, all brats will be replaced by soy brats. That's what you get. You made me do it. You're letting your you're making this very personal. It sounds yeah. like historic, making, historic Listen, Dupont Field, Professor. I would 
think very long and hard about doing this because you're <laughs> going to piss off a lot of people out there. Yeah, you're. And, are, uh, are you really threatening the professor? I'm not think? threatening. I'm I'm looking out for his safety. It, it sounds it like sounded kind of a threat. It sounds like you're. No, you're, all I'm saying is I know the type of people that are out there. I think you're. I know you're what sending, they're capable of. You're sending a signal to your sleeper cell, um, and you're trying to activate them. I think they they read it loud. Well, you you brought this on yourself. Yeah, you activated again, them. If anything, he made me again. Force my hand. I I'm trying I'm trying to help you here. Again, this is something that. Professor, you get involved with the Packers, you start screwing around with things. This is a world that you don't understand, and you, Look, Rob, you shouldn't be dealing with Wisconsin people in such a mm, haphazard way. Rob, I will you let you. Not. What if I told you I'll let you make the sign and to pay for your legal fees? Ooh, I'm already doing it for Detroit. We learned that last week. Yeah, well, now you got uh, historic Dupont Field in um, Green Bay, Wisconsin, to do as well. <sighs> You can put like a nice little like picture of like a soy plant on it. It'll be cool. I don't know what a soy plant looks like, honestly. It's like a dandelion or something. Yeah, why not? We'll see. I mean, I've uh, between having to make a sign for Ford Field and my ongoing legal issues, it's uh, I'll see what I can do. But I, I think you just need to settle down. I mean, your I life agree. is really balanced. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, I just haven't I mean, slept you're... in like two weeks. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of running on fumes here. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. I just, I can't. All right. I can't take this anymore. Well, that was fun. Um, I was feel it? like we all have decent teams. Um, well, mine's better. We but... have decent teams. Yeah, you're right, Professor. Really screwed the pooch on that. Three of us. I have, have the best team yeah. there is. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and look ahead to next week. Come back with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Hello. Back with us. Um, let's look ahead to this week's games. Um, let's start off with the Jags visiting the Vikings. Mm. Uh, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say? No, don't I'm say gonna, it. I'm trap game. You don't have to. Ah, damn this it. Is the, this game is set up for the Vikings to lose it. Yes, it is. I mean, Broadly, I agree with you, but I think the Cowboys are just a trap game. I don't think you can get double trapped so soon. I think you can. I, I, I think. I think. I we, think there's a triple trap out there if you play your cards right. I, I, I think like you need to win a couple more games before you can get trapped again. So I, I, I think after we win this game and then beat the Bucks, then we have a trap game situation on our hands again. But that's just my opinion. I mean, your your um, overconfidence in them has really forced my hand in terms of declaring it as no. a trap game. Okay, that's fair. I left you yeah. no choice. I will yeah. say that the worst games the Vikings have played have been against the worst teams they've played. Again, they play down to their competition. Yeah, they, they definitely play up and down to the competition for sure. Like the losses to Atlanta and Dallas. to Dallas. Dallas. And to Green Bay. Okay. <laughs> Like they're they're just 
in hindsight, they feel inexcusable. Oh, the Dallas lie felt inexcusable as well. There you um, go. And they're, those are like two of the worst teams in this conference. And now we're going to play, you know, the second worst team in the AFC, second worst team in the league. And, you know, it's, on paper, I feel like we should win. You know, the the fact that we got th- through this past week, even without Thielen, even without Cleveland, um, without Irv, you know, hopefully those pieces are coming back. But again, when you when you know that on the other side of this week, you have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, Ooh. and that game could very likely decide your playoff fate. Mm-hmm. How do you like? How do you keep the focus? And and hopefully, I mean, they're professionals, so hopefully they do. But you know, dur- during one of our breaks, when, when the Beefcake and Rob got up, I, I I I told the professor I'm I'm worried, but you know, I'm 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 going to take the Vikings winning. Uh, I'm going to take this. You know, it should pro it should probably be like thirty one to ten, but it's probably going to be like thirty one twenty eight Vikings. Wow, you're a W. Yeah. What a W. Just let, just let Kurt go off, baby. That's all I'm asking. Okay. All right. Um, let's go to the Packers, Eagles visiting Lambeau. Yeah. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Feels like every week the Packers are playing some shitty team. It just, I don't know you what can it only is. Play the, you can only play the teams that you're dealt, you know? There's, that's not that's not a fault of the Packers. I, I'm not saying it's their fault. It's just it's your fault for when when they win these games, you make it seem like a bigger deal than it is. Again, paper champion right now. Hey, look, paper champions get to the postseason, then it's a whole new ball game. Okay, whatever. All right, and the big game of the week. Oh yeah, one, one everyone's talking about. Um, the classic matchup of mm, uh, the Lions. Go to Chicago. Uh, this is going to be a real uh, battle of wills. Um, who wants it more? Right. Um, all of those things that Detroit, Chicago are known for. Um, I feel like Detroit has a has a real good shot this game because they're going to be playing for new coach. They're going to be re-energized. Um, yes, I agree. Hopefully they'll have some of their main guys back. They'll have DeAndre Swift back. Hopefully they'll have uh, Kenny Galladay back. Um, Apparently Galladay liked an Instagram post about Patricia firing. So the Patricia firing is probably fired up and ready. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like he, I feel like the the bloom was off the rose with Patricia for quite a while. Um, So we'll see what happens, though. I'm excited. This is a new era of Lions football. Yes. And what better way to kick it off than by kicking the shit out of the lowly Bears, who really, it seems like they have all this downward momentum. Yeah. You know? It's like one thing if you, like, lose two games and then win one and lose two. But when you get off to the start they had and then it all, the bottom falls out. Don't I know. It seems like that's even harder to. Yeah. yeah. yeah Vikings exactly. fans are well aware yeah, of Yeah, we started 6-0 no one year and missed the playoffs. So I, I get what they're going through. Rob. It's, it's the worst. Sure. It's the worst. Rob, I'll say this. Nothing, nothing would make Brown. me happier. Nothing would make me happier than the Lions to get Matt Nagy fired a week mm-hmm. after Matt Patricia got fired. 
Right. Well, yeah. Nate came out today, like telling the players to wake up and have some pride. And if I'm a Bears player, I'm pissed off that I'm he doesn't think that we already are. You know? Yeah. I'm planning to get him fired. Like, screw this guy. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Well, it should be uh, should be a fun week. It's always fun when there's uh, intra division games, yeah. um, especially involving my Lions. So we'll see what happens. Um, there's a decent chance that both me and the professor might be dead by next week. Yeah, um, we're hanging on my threads here, folks. Yeah, well, I'm, I'll be here. Got, yeah, we know you'll be here because you might. Well, whatever. We already know what's going on with you, even though you won't admit it. It's so obvious. Um, you're you're bloviating now. You're just throwing random stuff against the wall and hoping it sticks now. And it will. There's no evidence to back up anything you've said this entire podcast. Professor. Look, I know... There's I, only the things you've said while recording this podcast that seem to indicate you're involved. But law oh. enforcement doesn't listen to our podcast. Why would they do that? Very few of anyone listens to our podcast, so it's a safe space to admit to crimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Um, I want to thank Purple Moses for joining us and gracing yeah. us with your wisdom and teachings. As always. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's uh, always appreciated. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And it's always good to have a fellow Timberwolves fan on the podcast as well. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting real excited. Love the pack, baby. Too. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I live long enough to see opening tip. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Purple Moses, and we'll have you back real soon. So, with that, for the beefcake. Um, go Pack Go, number one seed, here we come. For Professor Pigskin. You know, I love the smell in the air, baby. It's the smell of the Vikings who are in the hunt. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on Kings of the North.